We are Artist Uprising. We have started a movement. Call it a revival for arts and entertainment. Call it a renaissance or united belief. That creativity should be undoubtedly expressed in a way that shapes culture for the better. That artists should have the resources they need to do the work that runs through their veins. And with the gathering of resources, we will one day abolish the phrase, starving artist. Day and night, the movement does not cease, for creativity never sleeps. Welcome back to another episode of the Artist Uprising podcast. I am your host, Ketch Smith. Next up on our top 25 creatives of DFW is Allie K of Allie K Designs. If you don't already know Allie, you do now and you're welcome. Allie is a muralist, an author, a podcaster, a painter, an app creator, and a mentor. She does a lot of things and she is absolutely killing it right now. Her third book, Bloom, a coloring book, is out everywhere and you should get one. Her new app, High Low, is also out, so be sure to download that. Allie is an amazing person and I am so glad I get to call her friend. We met up at Common Desk and just had a great conversation. We talked about her latest book, Bloom, everything that went into that, how she got into writing books, how all that has played out over the years, the past three years. We talked about plans for the future. We talked about how she got started in art and painting and how she has changed over the years. We talked about how she figured out how much to charge people for her work and how she's gotten to where she is today and what's been the hardest parts and the best parts about everything that she's been through and what she's doing now. This episode is sponsored by Common Desk, creative co-working spaces across DFW that provide monthly memberships and amenities for professionals and creators of all kinds. Find community and productivity at thecommondesk.com. Thank you so much for listening. Here is my conversation with Ali Kay. Ali, thanks for being on the podcast. I'm super excited to be here. Um, you were saying it's like everything kind of slowing down now, but yes. I feel like you've been like super busy oh. with like a bunch of different stuff. You've got a lot of things going on. You just released a book. I keep like asking people, I'm like, is it too much? Like, <laughs> no, keep going. No, I don't it's think like, it's too ah. much. It's just. Well, I don't want to overwhelm people or sure. I don't want to overwhelm myself. And I'm just like, hold on, what do I do next year? Yeah. If I do it all at once. Because hmm. I was telling you, it's like, yeah. a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Right. But in my head, it's like sprint, go, go, go this that do it yeah that is interesting why well I don't have kids and so yeah. a lot of my time is just Allie K so if you think about it right. and now I don't have really any hobbies so it's just literally it's just eat breathe this is your life sleep Allie K not really but yeah really. <laughs> but really <laughs> so if you think about like all the time and energy that I'm putting into it like of course, there's going to be a million things to do. So yeah. 2020, I've been trying to like think of like the right word, like not maintain, but just kind of like, and not like level it out. I don't know. I'm still working on what yeah. the right word's going to be, but just like, I know I for sure I'm not coming out with another book. That's 2021, um, but it's going to take me a whole year to come write this other book. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that, but... I had like a talk with my publisher and he's like, what about this next year? I was like, hold on. I thought we weren't coming out with anything. Um, Give me another year. Yeah. Is I was your like, publisher I'll do here it. in Dallas? No, he's in Oregon, Bend. Oh, cool. Um, Bend, Oregon Bend. is beautiful. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. He's like, how do I get you up here? I was like, there cannot be any <laughs> snow on the ground and then I will come. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's funny. But yeah, so it's just like, an, I just kind of need to like level it out, but I don't know yeah. if my brain can physically do that. So we'll see. So what was, so 
you just released your book, yes, your latest my third book. book. When did you? Was that like 2018? You planned and wrote it and did all and did everything for that mm-hmm. to be released this year. Okay, mm-hmm. so that was like. I know it's gonna be like I'm a little paranoid, but I'm a little relieved. Um, or at least I'm like trying to tell myself like, Allie, you're going to be relieved. Um, yeah. because the past three years I've only known of writing and coming out with the book. So I would, I wrote a book, oh, okay. yeah. came out with it, toured with that book. And then while I was touring, I was writing my second right. book and I have done that now. So you've just twice. been working on books. Yes. Pretty literally much. pretty much the past three years. Yeah. And this year, like, yes, I'll still be like working on a book, but I won't be like launching it. Right. Which is fine. Yeah. What is the process for writing a book? Is it like it's all different. Like so my third book is a coloring book, so it was just drawing, which is really great. When there's words involved, it's a a lot harder. Like I'm true artist, like I do not write. If you read my Instagram captions, you're like, oh gosh, <laughs> bless her heart. Um, and my dad's like, you have this as like, it's authentic to yeah. me. Like they know <laughs> that I'm truly writing these captions because there's grammar <laughs> issues and run on sentences yeah. and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so when it's, when there's words, there's editors involved mm-hmm. and nights and nights. Like my first book, when they asked me to write a book, I was like, this is a joke. Like I don't write. And they're like, no, like just focus on the drawings, like yeah. we can figure it out. So I found the perfect editor. Like she's a saint. And for months we would call each other and I would just tell her and teach her how to draw the steps. Cause it's a how to book. So I would okay, teach yeah. her over the phone how to draw these flowers. Yeah. And then she would just write what I was saying. So it, mm, so when people yeah. are like, I physically sounds like you're sitting right next to me. I was like, because it physically <laughs> was me yeah. kind of sitting right next to my editor and doing that. So, that's funny. um, that's how we wrote the first two books and it was great, but no that's words crazy. for this one. Yeah. It was pretty it, but it was actually, it took a lot longer because there's like over 30 different designs and you want them to all be uniquely. Yeah different so coming up like that was hard yeah coming up with like that many different designs that people would like and it's not challenging but not too easy and yeah people are like oh i want to color that one so what what made them bring up books or why did why did, did you want to pursue like okay i do want to write a book and i do want to oh, put all these things out like i didn't i didn't how did that even come up they approached me so it was i'm like oh i just got lucky probably it was a mixture of being at the right place at the right time yeah. and um, they saw I guess my authenticness through Instagram that's how they found me hmm. and just my willingness to share and they being your pub- the, your mm-hmm. current publisher okay yeah share and teach and I think that's probably what they were drawn to because at the time I really wasn't drawing that many florals yeah. but I was trying to be authentic and giving away my secrets essentially yeah. everyone's like don't do that i'm like why not like, yeah and now here you are three yeah, books later three books later yep so and how the does coloring book wasn't gonna happen okay um i've always i was always told coloring books are dead so i was like well all right i just won't come up yeah. come out with that and everyone was like do a coloring book do a coloring book i was like i can't do a coloring book unless it's five dollars and that is just insane like yeah. i can't sell a book for five dollars my i physically come up with too many cool ideas yeah. to wear, which I did. I came, I 
was like, okay, I can't just do a normal coloring book because I don't want to sell it for just $7 and it just sit on mm-hmm. a rack with all these other, never mind, <laughs> coloring books. They're fine. <laughs> yeah. They're great. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, so how can I make this like modern and cool and art? Like I would never color it, but if I saw this coloring book, I would tear it out mm-hmm. and frame it or give people these pieces of art. I was like, okay, but I have to have that, like, wow factor. So I put velvet coloring pages inside the book. Nice. So I was like, this yeah. is it. This is me. Yeah. So, but it's, awesome. not, it's not $7. It's $15, <laughs> but people are buying it. So yeah, that's great. great. That's awesome. Yeah. So when you, like, is it? Which is a hell of a deal. If someone goes and buys a 5 yeah. by 7 print on my website, and then now they're getting 30 prints for $15. For $15. Think yeah. of it that way. Like, you that's. That. I'm That's gonna do one that. heck of a deal. Um, so when you asked, when you were asked to write a book, mm-hmm. do you sign a contract for like two books or one book? I should. Or what is I what was your process have, like? So growing up, I was always the teacher's pet. Every grade, every class, like teacher's pet all the way. I don't know. It's not, and I'm not like going in. I'm like, okay, what can I do to mm-hmm. be the teacher's pet? It just has naturally been that way. Yeah. Um, and I've just always had a very close relationships with all my teachers. I think maybe it's like the old soul in me. I don't know. Um, so coming into it and I, I actually like just realized this this week of like, I'm doing it again. My publisher, like they work with so many different artists And so it's kind of like essentially like they're the teacher and we're in this classroom and we're making projects and getting graded and Mm. kind of competing with each other, but not really because we're all in the same class. Um, But I am slowly like drawing to be like, oh, I'm the teacher's pet again. And and we just have a a really close relationships and because I'm friends with so many of the authors that are in the same Mm. publishing. And I like talk to them like, yeah, like just do this, this and this with with them and they're like I could never do that I was like oh I do it all the time it's just like you just have to be comfortable and have this like close relationship and you can get stuff done yeah Yeah. so I don't but I know that since we I have such a close relationship with my publisher that the minute I call them and be like hey let's do that they're like all right let's do it yeah all in yeah so That's awesome. I think it's just like building those relationships. Yeah. Help and that confidence and yeah, right. you can get a lot of stuff done that way. Yeah. So how long have you been doing art, drawing florals, doing all that? How long has it been from the day like you went professional or professional? I mean, because I've always doodled. Okay. Always. Um, and I and I I see my art now is like it's not doodling but it's not like realistic it's it's kind of like that in between mm-hmm. art um so it's like i would say i don't know there's not actually like a real great word for it of like the kind of art that i do anyways but it's in that in between mm-hmm. so always doodled from very very young i thought i wanted to be an architect so i would like make different yeah floor plans and drafting tables and all that stuff. Um, 
And for years, I would do to like the same things over and over and over again on all of like my church bulletins yeah. and things like that. Did your parents like encourage that or like oh, force yes. that or not like force it, but definitely yeah. like my dad used to have a um, architecture firm and he is super, super great creativity. My mom's a crafter and yeah. does all that stuff. So they're awesome. they very, very encouraging. They've always told me like, you can do whatever you want. And I'm just like, oh, a singer or a, <laughs> yeah. um, a teacher. Anything a, you can it's think just of. Any, yeah. Like <laughs> just, I thought like, oh, famous. I could be famous yeah. if I wanted. Not like you can run your own business. It yeah. just never was... They one, they're like, Yes, Allie, you can run your own business. It was just like, whatever you want. So this little girl dream is like, Oh, an actor, singer, I can do that. Uh no. Um, yeah. So they were always encouraging and like, you can mm-hmm. do whatever. But I think just recently, I mean, I've been in business for five years professionally. Um, the first year, mm, do I count it? I don't know. It's kind of like yeah. A, like semi still depressed figuring out what I want to do spending more money on craft supplies than I am like actually making money um and then the second year it's it was still like maintaining so I was like okay I guess I can like keep going in the third year that's when it like popped the third year the book happened and yeah it just kind of of took off yeah when did you like so before it went you went professional before the the five years, whatever. Yeah. When you were thinking of, okay, what am I going to do? What was kind of your thought process of, okay, what can I create to sell to make money? Or how can I make money by doing what I love? What was... It was actually like an accent. So I graduated with marketing. Okay. And probably interviewed for 200 jobs, it seems like Seriously? No joke. I could not find a job. I was getting to where I'm like, I will be your assistant. I will never forget this. Um, this lady was like, "Why do you want to be an assistant? Like, what's your five-year plan?" I was like, "I just I and I'm just like bullying this answer." And I'm like telling her, "I'm like, yes, this is like in five years. I want to be the executive assistant and grow. And I just love helping people, which is true. I mm-hmm. really do love people." And she called me out. She's like, "That's." I don't know if I can like cuss on here, but it's like, she's like, that's BS. Yeah. And I like, my eyes got like really big. I was like, I just really need a job. <laughs> Please. Yes. I was getting so desperate. Yeah. So while I was interviewing, I was, it was, we just had moved into our first apartment. So I was like decorating. I was like, I'm one of those people that I see in a store. I'm like, mm, I can make that, which I know you're yeah. supposed to support like other people, sure. but sorry like I'm just a creative person so I'm like "Mm, I can make that so that's what I did and I I started making canvases for my apartments and then for friends as gifts Mm -hmm. and they're like oh my gosh I love this and so then they wanted a canvas and then my dad is like I need to make everyone in the office a canvas so I I did that and it just kind of like the word got out and I'm like Allie Allie is making canvases and does all these things I started doing like globes and watercolor and glitter like complete opposite yeah. of what I'm doing now. Yeah, as I say, like, now you're, like, all black and white. Was it, is, it like so that, that before? Uh, no, it was okay. It was literally, like, pinks. All the colors. And gl- literally glitter, which glitter now, like, makes me just <laughs> itch yeah. so much. Um, so, c- yeah, completely different. I started doing that because that's what 
I saw other people liking. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, they like these things. And at the time, I kind of liked it, but I knew that if I made it for myself, it was all black and white. Yeah. Um, so you have always liked black and white. Personally, yes. Okay. If it was made personally for me, it was never any color. It was yeah. always black and white. And so I started to slowly realize, like, I started hating the art that I was creating. Yeah. The person loved it. Like, loved it. Yeah, that's and I'm crazy. just like, oh, I'm so ready to get this out of my house. <laughs> I like. I don't want that. My, did you, seriously. were you like, I don't want my name on that? Is that Sometimes kind of I'm like, oh, whatever. And sometimes I... Like, but they loved it. Like, yeah. You, yeah. And so I liked it that they loved it, but I'm like, I'm so glad I don't have to look at that piece anymore. Right. Um, I'm still like to this day, like terrified that I'm going to see one of those pieces one day and be like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you made that. And they're like, you yeah. made that. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I slowly like started to realize that like, I didn't want to do canvases anymore. I hated doing canvases. So I started to say like, no, I can't do canvas. I'll do it on paper. And so that's, that kind of slowly transitioned. Why did you know into, I didn't on canvas? I just hated the process of having to prep the canvas and gotcha. mistakes are a lot harder. And it was yeah. just, it was just a lot. Yeah. Um, where paper, I can just toss the paper and right recycle the paper yeah. um and then start over canvas you have to like buy another can- it was just a lot i hated sense. the process yeah. um and it was a lot cheaper too oh yeah instead of having the key because at the time i still wasn't valuing myself so it's pretty much selling them the art piece for the for cost yeah um so was there a question involved <laughs> Yeah, no, that you answered it. It, The question was how, like, oh yeah, so yeah, how to make money, how you wanted to to sell. I started to realize I was like, I just need to start making the things that I liked. Yeah, and um, started posting more stuff that I was making myself, and then it was all black and white stuff, and like, oh my gosh, I love this. So I'm like, okay. And was it all floral stuff, or was it? No, it wasn't. It was. It was. Um, so I knew that my husband was like, you need a nine to five job. I was like, no, I'm gonna make this a job. He's like, well, this is a hobby. And I was like, mm, mm-hmm. I'm just going <laughs> to prove you wrong. So I did. And I knew that I needed to make more money. I could, you can't run a business off of cards and canvases. If you're trying to run your business and you're listening to this and you only are selling cards and canvases, I'm sorry, tough love, you're not going to make it. Yeah. Like You have to have so many different revenue streams and that you can't just make a living yeah. off of that. So I was like, okay, I need another revenue stream. Got into weddings, started doing weddings more. Mm. Um, and even like my own, my own wedding invitations, they were just black and white. So I just started realizing like make for myself, the right people will come. Yeah. And those are my people. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. So, and then when did you, when did you get into florals and doing all that? And So when I was doing, I moved into wedding invitations, and it was just so much lettering. Like, I got to the point where I got my, like, lettering style down, and I loved yeah. it, and um, I was just getting tired of just drawing letters, though. So I was like, I need to mix this up. So I started drawing florals to mix in with the wedding invitations, mm-hmm. and then just kind of um, skyrocketed. And then once the book came out, it... it there's no turning back. Yeah. It was you're now the flower girl. Yeah. Which is fine. And sometimes sometimes I get frustrated because I like will post something that doesn't have any florals in it. And it gets and it, it sucks that 
I'm about to say this, but like it gets no engagement and no or no one uh-huh. likes it. And so it's I'm That's like interesting. Oh, I'm like, dang it. Like I I feel now I'm like I hate putting myself in boxes. Right, yeah, I know, yeah. And the people that like are close to me, they even say this like, Oh, Allie does not like being in a box. Yeah. And so sometimes I feel like I'm in a box with florals. Thank goodness I love drawing florals yeah. and I'm good at it. Um, but I'm like starting to like feel the itch of like, okay, I can't like just do florals. I got to do something else. Yeah. So, um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. How did like, okay. So, um, I have a lot of questions. How did you decide? So you were saying you only sold to like get money to pay for the paper or the canvas or whatever. How did you determine how much your work was worth. Oh, I still don't know. Is that like the hardest part? Because I feel I like that would be the I, hardest part. Yeah, it would. Oh, it is. It's the question that everyone is always talking yeah. or thinking about, not talking about enough. But it's literally if someone, like, people are always constantly thinking about it. I'm still to this day constantly thinking yeah. about, like, oh, should I charge this? Or am I charging too much? Or, oh, man, they, like... and. The greatest moment is when you like don't want to do something and you like double your prices and the person is like, all right, and doesn't blink an eye and you're like, yeah. dang it. But then you're like, I can't believe I just got this much money. Yeah. And then like, oh, is this my rate now? And so yeah. um, those are still more like, questions. Yeah, yeah. Those are it's, you're seriously still yeah. more questions. Like an our entrepreneur is constantly always thinking yeah. about it. Not enough people are talking about it. And so in those like early ages, I would literally ask everyone and anyone, I was like, so how much do you charge? Like just flat up or like, yeah. how much should I charge for this? Or am I in the right ball game? Like I would go, I used to pay for mentor sessions and all this stuff just to literally talk about pricing Yeah, to build that. It's like a muscle that you have to like work on because mm-hmm. like pricing, like it's weird and it's gross and it's yeah. just something that people that don't like to talk about. So you have to practice talking about it. Right. Um, seriously, still to this day, I'm still, I second guess myself. Yeah. I don't charge the same for anything. I'm just like, mm, maybe this one. Yeah. Maybe that, like, I don't think I'll ever feel crazy. confident. Yeah. Or until like, I'm a, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm it just depends on the work. Yes. It depends on the work. And I'm more, I am more confident in what I'm doing, but yeah. I know that I'm not the highest price. I know I'm not the lowest price. I'm still kind of in the middle um, and I'm comfortable at it. Yeah. And I think if you keep like upping your prices and you're not like just maintaining it, you're still going to go in the right direction. Some yeah. people up their prices really quickly and really fast. And some people kind of do it at a, at a lower right. steady pace, but as long as you're going in the right direction and it's, different than before then then you should be fine yeah but i think at just uh if you're starting out just constantly asking and getting advice and being aware yes for sure yeah there's so so many times where i know that there is an another artist down grading the because it it doesn't just hurt you it hurts the community and it hurts other artists yeah um you just have to like train other people. Like this is the price of X amount of things. Um, just like a cup of coffee, like Starbucks is like, this is $6. 
like that's it. Yeah. And so uh, all these other people are like, okay, this is what we charge. It's yeah. $6. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so if we start doing that in our art, then it's not, it shouldn't have to be like this like sticker shock of right. like, oh my gosh, you're charging so much. Yeah. No, dude, like this is the price of art type yeah. of thing. So I will, I will flat out just ask people to breakfast and be like, you're charging too little, aren't you? I'm like, what are you charging? And she's like, yeah, but I'm just not, the, I'm like, no, you are good. Doesn't matter yeah. how many followers you have, like this needs to be the price of art. Right. Like, this is it. So, yeah. Yeah. Just trying to help. What's been the most challenging part of starting a business, running a business the past Mm -hmm. five years, like being an entrepreneur, what's Mm -hmm. been the most difficult or challenging for you? Is it managing, working with other people? Is it like running a business, the businessy side of it? I am constantly worried about what other people think of me. It's a flaw. I was just telling you every Sunday um, we walk around the lake and that was the thing that we talked about. I'm just like, it's driving me nuts that I am just so, uh, I read a quote about it too. It's like, you shouldn't give people more mind space in your head for, like it's, I'm butchering that quote, but it's essentially like, I overthink about what other people are thinking about when they are not even thinking about me. And I just like over, overthink about it and just wasting free rent in my head when I could be thinking about my true friends or thinking about my next business process and all these things. So I think that's the hardest, definitely the hardest thing of just trying to stay in your lane, focus on on you and not worry too much about what other people think. It's hard. It is hard. I mean, and it's hard of like when you're coming out with something and I always tell myself, I'm like, okay, just make for me like the right people will come and buy it. And because I always tell people, I'm like, okay, if I'm making something, it's something that I would physically buy, like put in my shopping Mm -hmm. cart. Like that's I will only make that. I will only endorse that, like things like that. Um, but I still get caught up of like, okay, I know I want this, but are, are other people going to like it? Are they, are they going to yeah. buy it? So I think that's like the hardest for me personally. That's yeah. the hardest. I yeah. just, Enneagram 2, want to help them. Yeah. Want to just give, yeah. And be what they need and not yes, kind of do your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It is hard. Um, do you have any um, artist friends here in the Dallas area that like you look at, you like their stuff, you like their artwork, you like what they're doing? Oh, Anybody so many. you want to shout out? Um, man, put me on the spot. I, I, I just think just Dallas in general, I have such like a crush on our community. I go and visit other friends that are in Seattle and like Mm -hmm. all these other places and they don't have that same community that we have in Dallas. And I, and like, that's crazy. It's so crazy. I'm just like, and I tell, I will tell people all the time. I'm like, I a hundred percent think that living in Dallas is a reason is a main reason why my business has grown so much just because 
we want to help others and we and we truly truly want to help everyone win Mm -hmm. and so i just think like there's not an i can't name just one artist like all of these artists in dallas yeah have that same mentality and i i love it that's awesome yeah that is i mean that's crazy to think about i can't think of one person that's not like that in dallas yeah like they we truly truly like yes we might be competitors but i don't see them as a competitor i just see them as a fellow artist right there's and you and, and you all have your own grateful. yeah uh, dad talks about this community. all the time like as as long as we are grateful for what we have we have an mm-hmm. abundance mentality yeah and i think every single one of these artists that live in dallas we are just all very thankful for what we have yeah. and so we know that there's an abundance yeah. of there's enough work to go around yeah we're gonna yeah. help each other i could literally call any of them and be like hey I need advice and they would give it to me without even yeah. blinking. So yeah. it's really great. That's awesome. Um, thank you for doing this. I love hanging out with you. Um, where can people find you? Where can people find your new book? Um, AllieKDesign.com, Amazon. We completely forgot about talking. Have you downloaded the Hilo app? Oh, we, that's what I wanted to say. You that was another thing that you it. have to go on. I, I have not downloaded it. <gasps> You need to download it right right now. (laughs) Come on. You can't call me out on live. (laughs) It's just high-low? Yep, high-low. So on my podcast that I have with Dad, uh, we do high-low. Catch has been on it. Um, I have. You have. I can't remember what episode you were on. Y'all have a lot. We have so many. I was with a friend, and I was like, oh, man, I forgot what episode. She's like, 83. I was like, there you go. Thank you. Um, so we talked about we talk about our high-low every week, and I always forget. Yeah. The minute Dad asks me, he's like, high-low, I'm like, hold on, what did I just do this week? So I was like, we need a nap. We need a nap. And so I created a nap. So now there's a high-low app, and it's just it's really great. I am obsessed with it. That's awesome. Uh, it Congratulations, just really helps, by the like, way. Mindfulness. Yeah, it's like crazy. I'm like, That's okay, awesome. app developer, or not developer. I didn't develop it, I designed it. Yeah. But just another thing to add to my long just another list thing. of author, artist, podcaster, app creator. App creator. You know. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Allie, thank you so much for your time and thank you for doing this. Thank you. Anytime. We are the artists that make our cities one of a kind. We are the artists behind all the beauty, even in your home. From the architecture that defines the place where you rest to the space in between lined with fine art, handcrafted furniture, and vintage finds, there was an artist who gave you a priceless gift, a piece of themselves. It is our mission to abolish the term starving artistry. This podcast is about interviewing those who have paved the way with their successes in the arts and entertainment industry. Tune in as they give other emerging artist listeners tips to success, as well as advice in the midst of a tipping point. This podcast series will also be a platform to discover together new emerging talent from all over the world. Stay tuned and explore the next Artist Uprising. Use hashtag Artist Uprising to join the movement.